Well, thank you for coming to the Lord's house tonight. If you have your Bibles, please turn to the 92nd Psalm. Psalm 92, verses 1 and 2. It is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to your name, O Most High. To declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness every night. The breaking of the dawn and the light of day. From the rising of the sun to its going down, the Lord's name is to be praised. Each day gives way to the night. The setting of the sun, the tempering of heat. How beautiful are the days. From dawn till dusk, keep lifting all your praises to God. Psalm 118, verse 24, this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Thank the Lord for each day. Rise up and welcome the new day. Acknowledge it and honor it as a day that the Lord has made. And let there be a spirit out of rejoicing. Be glad. Thank the Lord for each day. Do you wake up in the morning and thank the Lord for each day? You know, each day truly is a gift from God. Well, the day... Each day gives way to the night. And I want to encourage us tonight, let's not forget there is wonder in the night. The peace and the calm, the sights, the glories of the heavens, a time of settling, a time of resting, a time of reflection as we look back on the day. Psalm 92, the voice Bible reads, How good it is to give thanks to the eternal and to praise your name with song, almost I, to speak of your unfailing love in the morning and rehearse your faithfulness as night begins to fall. If it's not being the pattern, let's set the pattern in place. Amen. We must join with the psalmist as he sings Psalm 74, verse 16. The day is yours, and the night also is yours. The message paraphrase reads, you own the day, and you own the night. How precious are these days and nights. The loving kindness and faithfulness of our God. Unfailing love. Unfailing faithfulness. The ERV, you control the day and the night. A God who controls both 
a Lord who is Lord of both the day and the night. Now let's focus on this. We understand what is meant when one states they are in a night season. When night closes in. When the day gives way to the night, when the brilliance of the day has turned dark and cold, when things have seemingly turned less favorable, it may speak of trial, struggle, hardship, the unknown, the attack of sickness. Don't claim it. The appearance of lack, the time between dusk and dawn, anxious feeling, fears in the night, the realm where doubts and lies lurk and loom. It's so easy to lose sight, vision in the night. If it is so, Isaiah 42, verse 16, I will bring the blind by the way they did not know. I will lead them in paths they have not known. I will make darkness light before them. Psalm 112, verse 4, under the upright there arises light in the darkness. He is gracious and full of compassion and righteousness. When night closes in, when the brilliance of the day has turned dark and cold, we know what is being said when someone claims or states that they've entered a night season. The night has closed in. What happens to confession? What happens to faith? What happens to hope? What happens to the truth we Christians believe? Remember, Psalm 74, 16, the day is yours. The night also is yours. Psalm 139, verses 11 and 12, If I say, surely the darkness shall fall on me, even the night shall be light about me. Indeed, the darkness shall not hide from you, but the night shines as the day. The darkness and the light are both alike to you. Is it the case with us? What happens when we enter a night season? When night closes in? What happens to confession? What happens to faith? What happens to hope? And the truth we Christians apparently believe. When night closes in, I wonder what happens to a verse like Romans 8, 28, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to His purpose. A verse 
such as this that we claim and declare and state belief in is not null and void when night closes in. Right here we see a great test of faith. What can we do? What should we do when night closes in? For we all face this in this life. Perhaps you're there now, or you'll need this one day. Let your heart instruct you in the night seasons. What does the Bible say? Psalm 16, verses 7 to 9. I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. My heart also instructs me in the night seasons. I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not be moved. Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoices. My flesh also will rest in hope. He owns the day, and he owns the night. The NLT, I will bless the Lord who guides me. Even at night, my heart instructs me. I know the Lord is always with me. I will not be shaken, for he is right beside me. No wonder my heart is glad and I rejoice. My body rests in safety. Feed on the word of God tonight, for this is fitting for the saints of the Lord. To acknowledge that He is God of the day and He is God of the night. And we're not just talking about the natural. Although these seasons definitely speak to the natural. When night closes in. The Voice Bible, I will bless the Eternal whose wise teaching orchestrates my days and centers my mind at night. He is ever-present with me at all times. Do you believe it tonight? He goes before me. I will not live in fear or abandon my calling because he stands at my right hand. This is a good life. My heart is glad. My soul is full of joy and my body is at rest. I ask tonight, shall we be moved? Confession and faith corrupted? Accepting the lie that hope is lost? When the night season closes in, you know, thank the Lord for His work on our hearts and praise the Lord for His treasure in our hearts, His holy deposit, His counsel, His guidance, His instruction, His teaching, His Word. May the Spirit illumine this wonder. We so desperately need His teachings to orchestrate our days and to center our minds when night closes in. When night closes in, you know what can happen to the mind. Battleground.
got to allow his teachings and the deposit within in the heart to instruct us in the nice seasons. Otherwise, what happens and what can happen? Moved and shaken. And we find these failing. Gladness, rejoicing, and the resting in hope. Safety. The Lord would have us glad in the night season. Believe it or not, He'd have us rejoicing when night closes in. He'd have His people be those that have a confidence that is not natural, but is supernatural. To have a peace that surpasses all human understanding and transcends all human understanding, centers the mind, stills the mind. He'd have a people of positive confession. Ask tonight when night closes in, what happens to your confession? What happens to your faith? Does hope go out the window? Do you cast hope aside? What of the truths you've declared in the daytime? Do they fail and fall in the night? The New Century Version, I praise the Lord because He advises me. Even at night, I feel His leading. I keep the Lord before me always. Because He is close by my side, I will not be hurt. So I rejoice and am glad. Even my body has hope. Let the night remind us how desperately we need the Lord. And isn't that what happens in the night? For those that know their need of God, of their Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, their desperate need of the Holy Ghost. Jim Cymbala said, Trouble is one of God's great servants because it reminds us how much we continually need the Lord. We know how true this is. People of God, when the night closes in, pant like the heart. Cry out to God, call on His name, declare His loving kindness and faithfulness. Turn to the Word and declare the truth. Don't let go of confession, don't lose confession, don't let it fall and fail. Don't let go of faith. Don't set hope aside. Hold on to the truth. Psalm 119 verse 148 My eyes are awake through the night watches that I may meditate on your word. Pine for the increase of his presence when night closes in. Let your body, soul, and spirit ache for more of him. 
This must fit here. Psalm 130, verse 6. My soul waits for the Lord more than those who watch for the morning. Yes, more than those who watch for the morning. There are some who enter night seasons. The night closes in, and all they're doing is watching for the morning, waiting for the morning, pining for the morning, when in that season they're missing out. Because there's great harvest in these seasons. There's great treasure in these seasons as we pine for God, as we call out, as we cry out. There is a time of refreshing available in the night. There is a deepening of relationship available in the night. My soul waits for the Lord more than those who watch for the morning. Lord, even in the night season, I don't want to miss what you're doing. I don't want to miss what you want to do, what you want to teach me. Charles Spurgeon said, trials teach us what we are. (laughs) Oh, he went on to utter more words, and I'll share them with you. He said, trials teach us what we are. They dig up the soil and let us see what we are made of. You may readily judge whether you are a child of God or a hypocrite by seeing in what direction your soul turns in seasons of severe trial. The hypocrite flies to the world and finds a sort of comfort there, but the child of God runs to his father and expects consolation only from the Lord's hand. He owns the day, and he owns the night. Should the night never close in? Should we never face the night? If you answered an altar call, and the preacher said, Come, give your life to Jesus, and you will be free of all night seasons. The night will never close in. If that's you, please stand. Because the reality is that's not true. We see how Jesus led his disciples. He said, come follow me. Read of the seasons they went through, how the night closed in. The trials, the hardships. Let me remind us tonight that faith proved is more worth than gold. It's been rightly said, good people must never expect to escape troubles. If they do, they will be disappointed, for none of their predecessors have been without them. I mean, go sit down with your mom or dad, young person, and ask them if the night has never closed in. Go sit with a grandparent. 
Go sit with a spiritual father or mother. They'll have their night stories. And hopefully their night testimonies. Press into him in the night when the night closes in. Hear these words. When a tear is wept by you, think not your father does not behold. For like as a father pities his children, so the Lord pities them that fear him. Your sigh is able to move the heart of Jehovah. Your whisper can incline his ear unto you. Your prayer can stay his hands. Your faith can move his arm. Oh, think not that God sits on high in an eternal slumber, taking no account of you. But some, when they enter the night season, when the night closes in, it's like God's on a break. Took a holiday. Must be sleeping up there. Is that a fitting confession? Is that what a child says about the perfect father who's faithful, who owns the night? Perhaps the night season is a challenge from God. Think it possible? Think this impossible? Let me remind us that he endeavors to take us from glory to glory, from strength to strength, to increase our faith, to increase resolve, to turn us into the soldiers he needs and to fortify the army of the Lord. I love this statement. The Lord gets his best soldiers out of the highlands of affliction. A.B. Simpson said, there are two ways of getting out of a trial. One is simply to try and get rid of the trial and be thankful when it is over. The other is to recognize the trial as a challenge from God to claim a larger blessing than we have ever had and to hail it with delight as an opportunity of obtaining a larger measure of divine grace. Let's go deeper tonight. Let's bring the maturity up a level tonight. Do we desire our faith be strengthened? And if we're a true believer pining after the heart of God, endeavoring to follow our Savior, Jesus Christ, our hand would go up. I want my faith to be strengthened. I want stronger faith. I want faith that moves mountains. I want faith that carries through all the seasons of life, no matter what I'm facing, no matter what age. I want faith. Well, we ask for greater faith. We say we need it. We say we want it, we pray for it, we petition heaven. What if night closing in was the means? Lord, just give me greater faith in the day. 
One great preacher said it's easy. It's easy to have faith in God in the day, in the light. Not so easy in the dark. George Mueller, if we desire our faith to be strengthened, we should not shrink from opportunities where our faith may be tried and therefore, through trial, be strengthened. To learn strong faith is to endure great trials. I have learned my faith by standing firm amid severe testings. God delights to increase the faith of his children. We ought, instead of wanting no trials before victory, no exercise for patience, to be willing to take them from God's hands as a means. Trials, obstacles, difficulties, and sometimes defeats are the very food of faith. I mean, the great men and women, the pages of Scripture that we look up to and say, man, they had great faith. Listen, they had great trials. They had night seasons. They went through, went through some things. The pillars of the faith that we look up to, those that have gone before us, those that are among us, they're still standing strong, that haven't cracked in seasons or cracked right out of the kingdom. We look to them. There's great examples of those that have kept the faith, that have held the faith, that haven't let faith fall and fail. They've gone through some things. They've had their night seasons. One thing's for sure. We need to look at things from above. You know, human perspective needs the height of heaven. Remember, it's so easy to lose sight and vision in the night. And what does the Bible say? Without vision, people perish. They cast off restraint. They lose their minds. A.B. Simpson, we must learn to live on the heavenly side and look at things from above. To contemplate all things as God sees them, as Christ beholds them. Overcome sin, defies Satan, dissolves perplexities, lifts us above trials, separates us from the world, and conquers fear of death. I can understand that it can be tough to have and adhere to heavenly perspective when the night closes in. Well, perhaps we might look back and rise to its height. David Wilkerson, he said, I look back over 50 years of ministry. I recall innumerable tests, trials, and times of crushing pain. But through it all, the Lord has proven faithful, loving, and totally true to all his promises. 
Remember, you're in the season, you're in the night season. It's easy to lose sight, easy to lose vision. The human tendency and the attack comes, the confession gets twisted and messed up. And faith is set aside. Hope out the window. The truths, we start to question them and wonder. And all we start pining after is the morning. When will this be over? You ever talk to somebody, you're like, are you going through something? They say, yeah, I'm going through something. Trust in the Lord, but I can't wait till it's over. Instead of saying, you know, God's doing something. I'm trusting him. My faith is increasing. I don't know what you're facing right now, the nature of the night season. And you might be asking yourself, what good can come from this? Have you ever uttered those words? In the night, when night closed in, in the midst of the night, have you ever sat back? and, What good can come from this? I wonder if Joseph humbly asked the Lord, what good can come from this? When the night closed in on a dreamer, a young man who knew he had heard from God. My, did the night close in? Rejected by family, thrown in a pit. Almost killed, sold into slavery. There in Egypt, serving in a house, unjustly accused, put in prison, forgotten in prison. Night season and a long one. Can I encourage the people of the Lord? Hudson Taylor said, all our difficulties are only platforms for the manifestations of his grace, power, and love. You got to believe it. For the words from A.B. Simpson, you will have no test of faith that will not fit you to be a blessing. Just think about that for a moment. You will have no test of faith that will not fit you to be a blessing if you are obedient to the Lord. I never had a trial, but when I got out of the deep river, I found some poor pilgrim on the bank that I was able to help by that very experience. A change in perspective tonight. God can use the very night seasons of our life, what we've gone through, 
the time with Him, the intimacy, the growing of faith, the increase of confession, the tighter. Hold on His Word. During those times, He can use it as a testimony. It's often been said, there's no testimony without a test. We have to know that Joseph let his heart instruct him in the night season. Read the account of Joseph. Might just shoot some adrenaline into your soul. We know that the night reminded him how desperately he needed the Lord. That he accepted the challenge from God and claimed a larger blessing than he ever had before because he hailed the night season with delight as an opportunity of obtaining a larger measure of divine grace. He certainly learned to look at things from above, and he testified that the goodness of the Lord was all of it, and in all of it. Genesis 50, verse 20, But as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good in order to bring it about as it is this day. Listen, we know the story, and if you don't, I'm here to tell you the night gave way to the day. You know what else I'm sure Joseph did? Meditated on the Lord in the night watches. Psalm 63, verses 6 and 7, I meditate on you in the night watches. Because you have been my help, therefore in the shadow of your wings I will rejoice. I understand and we acknowledge tonight that we all rejoice when dawn breaks. When the trial's over, the test, the trouble... But let's not miss the blessing of the night. The increase of the night, the intimacy of the night. The care in the night and the light in the night. Psalm 92, the message, what a beautiful thing, God, to give thanks, to sing an anthem to you, the high God. To announce your love each daybreak, sing your faithful presence all through the night. Listen, the night drips with his faithfulness. Are we there right now? The night closing in? Or are we in the midst of it? Have we just come through a night season? The reality is, on this side of eternity, it's part of life. It's part of the process and the processing. These night seasons. Let's keep the faith and let greater faith arise. Long for Him more than for the break of dawn, more than for the morning. 
long for him in the night season, pant, cry out, call on his presence and his power. Let the relationship deepen and strengthen. You know how even in the natural, I mean, if we got our minds centered right and we got our minds on tight, when we go through things with other individuals, those close to us, we go through a trial, you know, even as a husband and a wife, you come through the other side and the relationship is strengthened. It's no different. But it's more divine with our Lord and our Savior when we're in the middle of a night season. What do you do in the middle of a night season? Fold into his presence. Pant like the heart. Go deep. Call on God. Ask for the intimacy to become more than it ever has. Take up a spirit of faith. Say, God, I want, I want my faith to increase during this time. I don't want to come out the other side knowing that I complained and grumbled and lost my confession and cracked and spoke amiss and others heard me. That I wallowed and walked around with my countenance in a manner that it should not have been. But no, Lord, I held to it. And I came through the other side by your grace and by your mercy, not on my own strength, not by might, not by power. We're calling on the Spirit of God in the night season. We're pressing into his word. Get into his word. Get into his word. As soon as your mind starts going crazy, ask, Lord, bring your word, bring your testimony to orchestrate, to orchestrate the day. And, Lord, to rehearse the night, to keep the night flowing, to center my mind in the night. We know what can happen, the terrors of night. Call on God. Let the night yield its harvest. Let's have the worship team return. I want to share these words as we close tonight. Yes, there is a time to weep when Jesus whispers lovingly, go ahead, cry. I bottle every tear. There are grieving times. There are times when we are overwhelmed and we cry. Where are you in this, Lord? We serve a loving Father who is touched by our feelings. There are eclipses of faith when fears overwhelm us. Yet we dare not linger on these fears and passing doubts. We must rise up and trust in the shadow of his wings. God has no pity for unbelief, and the whole of Scripture bears that out. It may sound harsh, but he will not accept any excuses. He grants no other option but faith. Israel was given ten opportunities to trust God in dire circumstances. Every crisis was of the Lord's doing. The consequence of their unbelief was 40 years of hopelessness, night season. 40 years of hopelessness, confusion, and grief. They missed God's blessing, and he said they could not enter into a life of rest, peace, and the great goodness of God because of their unbelief. God called unbelief 
evil. Take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief. Hebrews 3.12. Unbelief is mostly caused by neglect of God's Word. Faith is impossible without a constant input of Scripture and a clinging to the promises. I choose to trust God. I do not want my carcass to die in a wilderness as did the Israelites. God told me to gird up your loins, to cast all your cares on me. Stop looking at circumstances. Do not ask why anymore. Feed daily on my word. Memorize promises. Pray with confidence. Believe with all your heart that God loves you. He has not forsaken you. Weeping endures for the night. Joy will come in the morning. My God, whatever you are going through, even walking through the valley of the shadow of death, God promises to be with you. Today, take a stand and start trusting. Your unbelief changes nothing, but faith opens the door to deliverance. Without faith, it is what? Impossible. That is a strong word. Why is that a strong word? So we have faith in the day. Confession's good. We're full of hope, joy, gladness, rejoicing. We're singing the praises of the Lord. Sun shines out. What a beautiful day. God's good. The tempering of the heat. And the night closes in. Is God no longer good? Is God no longer faithful? Is He no longer worthy of trust? Oh, I guess He's no longer omniscient and omnipresent, He's no longer sovereign. I mean, the night's too much for God to handle, right? That season? No. He's God of the day and He's God of the night. He owns the day and He owns the night. You know, this might sound strange, but have you not experienced the breaking of the dawn in the midst of the night? Now, maybe you've never gone through a night season. Or maybe you've gone through the night season in a wrong manner, in a wrong way, so you've never experienced it. The breaking forth of day there in the night. No, the night has not yet passed, but what a surge of light. Those incredible times in and with the Lord that only arise out of night seasons. Come and crown him king of the night, Lord of the night. You're like, man, I see the light, the breaking of the dawn. Yeah, I'm in the midst of the night. People are saying, well, you're still in a night season. Those of us who know what you're going through, you're still in a night season. Yeah, I'm rejoicing. I'm full of joy. There's so much light. I can see in front of me. I see clearly what I need to do. I'm holding to my confession. I'm trusting in my God. He is faithful. He is faithful. Praise the Lord. Pray. Don't lose the hallelujah in the night. So many 
So many break in the night. Trust him in the dark, in the night. You know, Christians who are strong in the faith grow as they accept whatever God allows to enter their lives. Psalm 34, 1, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Verse 2, soul, bless him. Bless the Lord and boast in the Lord. Let's stand in the house tonight. If you'd like prayer tonight, obviously the altar's open. We always encourage you to come. I know we're right up to closing time. We're just going to lift up this course. If you'd like prayer, you're in a night season, going through a night season, or you just like to come and spend a few moments at the altar tonight as we close, let's do that. Lord, we need you. Lord, we need you.